Hello, welcome to the Countryside Kitchen Meets, a food and farming podcast. I'm Millie Fife, your host. I'm a mum of two, farmer's wife, food producer and passionate about flying the flag for British food and farming. Today we'll be chatting to Jenny Jeffries, author of cookbooks for the love of the land and for the love of the sea. We'll talk to her shortly. Then I've got a few time-saving hacks when it comes to mealtime preparation meaning you can juggle family life with the children and cook a tasty, nutritious meal too. Okay, so today I have a very special guest with me. South Cambridgeshire-based farmer's wife and mother of two, Jenny Jeffries, compiled the successful debut book for The Love of the Land, a cookbook to celebrate British farmers and their food. And her second book, For the Love of the Sea, a cookbook to celebrate the British seafood community and their food, both published by Meze Publishing. For the Love of the Land was shortlisted for Best Cookbook in the Great British Food Awards 2021s. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And Jenny is a food hero of Love British Food, just like me. I know we've got a lot in common and I'm delighted to introduce Jenny. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me and what a lovely introduction. So thank you. Tell me a bit a bit about your background, Jenny. Um, where, where have you come from and where are you going? Um, so I don't actually come from a farming background at all. Um, it wasn't until I met my farming, arable farming husband, John, here in Little Granston in South Cambridgeshire, where we got married, that I really sort of uh, was embracing the whole agricultural community. Um, and I was really inspired by his story of British farming, basically. Um, and my background is really, I used to be a picture editor for Sky News. I was there for seven years working for B Sky B. And I also worked in the hospitality industry working at a hotel where we got married in St Albans and also before then I did a music degree and so I've got a quite a musical background but regrettably regrettably I don't have much to do with music these days so it's all a bit of a a mix and a match really um, and just a varied interests and passions um, which is basically just food music and family. Amazing oh wonderful and so what motivated you to put a cookbook together? So For the Love of the Land was born through witnessing my first ever family harvest in the summer of 2013, shortly before I married John. And I just remember witnessing the harvest and feeling so overwhelmed and really passionate at um, just producing just a bowl of cereal or a loaf of bread for our kitchen tables. And I really had a thirst to share his story and along with 39 other fantastic farming stories from all over the UK. And I was busy weaning my eldest daughter, who's now six, when she was just six months. And I had a revolving kitchen door with John going up and down the fields all day on a tractor, thinking, what on earth do I feed my new family? And so that was the idea of the cookbook to really sort of showcase all the wonderful produce that our farmers produce um, ranging from meat dairy vegetables honey herbs um, so many wonderful produce we're so lucky that we live in this island nation which is just a remarkable place for British produce so that's what you know for the love of the land was born really amazing and you've got a foreword from Minette Bassers who's the NFE president and I mean she's absolutely amazing in terms of what she's achieving isn't she absolutely incredible Mm. she's just a fantastic voice for British agriculture and yeah she's doing amazing wonderful things and and to get her to write the foreword to the book just really added amazing credibility to the whole project and she actually came on really early on um, in the whole process before the book was it was literally just an idea on a piece of paper and I wrote to her 
Um, my, my, my husband actually hand, hand delivered the letter to her. She was at a Cam Grain meeting of which John is a, a farming director of. And um, she jumped on board straight away and really believed in it. So amazing. incredibly indebted to Minette Batters, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, she's an amazing woman. I've seen her career as she's progressed through the NFU and obviously a busy mum herself. So, uh, you know, I'd, yes. I'd love to know her secret. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know how she does it. She's amazing. no. no. <laughs> Absolutely. And so the books have been published and you were shortlisted for an award. How did that come about? Well, it was a reader's vote and it was amazing. It got nominated um, for the shortlist for the Great British Food Awards alongside um, Mary Berry, Jamie Oliver, James Martin and Pinch of Nom. And to be within such illustrious company, I Mm. felt like I had won already, to be honest with you. I was hoping to obviously win, but it was, you know, you can't compete with people like that at all. But it was just amazing to be, you know, to grace the same pages as, as those people is just a dream come true. So James Martin won, which is a very credible winner mm-hmm. um, and one of my favourite, you know, TV personalities and chefs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really, really amazing. And it's it just shows that the general public are really passionate about British agriculture and British farming and to really have a thirst to know about food provenance and where our food and drink comes from. Definitely. And I think more and more when we're sort of looking at our impact on climate change, the sort of shop local by British back British farming messages, they all ring true, don't they? Definitely. My main message to your listeners is to buy local, buy seasonal, buy sustainably and above all to buy British and to really support our British farmers and fishermen. Definitely, definitely. And so what are what are the favorite things that you like to cook? Are there anything in the cookbook or is there a lot there's a lot, probably you've got probably a repertoire, haven't you, with lots of uh, uh yummy things? Yeah, well, I go through phases because a lot mm. of my cooking is cooking for my children. Yeah. And it's all very boring and the same things like pesto pasta, spaghetti bolognese, fish fingers, <laughs> which is just warming things up rather than cooking. Mm. Um, but there's some really lovely, accessible, straightforward recipes in both books that I always go back to. For example, lemon drizzle and blueberry tray bake from <gasps> Brothers Farm in Dorset, which is a blueberry pick-your-own farm um, from for the love of the land, and also lavender short bread from Castle Farm in Kent um, and also spiced salmon on croute from JCS Fish Farm in Grimsby from For the Love of the Sea and those are my real favourites actually and I always go back to those ones just because they're so straightforward it's fun Mm. to make and bake with the children and they're family crowd pleasers really. Mm, Definitely (laughs) and that's the thing isn't it? it you know we I suppose we're both very passionate about producing and supporting local and supporting British but it's got to be convenient it's got to be quick and easy hasn't it because parents listening are very time poor but they want to be able to give their kids good food and it's kind of trying to marry that all up isn't it that uh, you don't have to have lots of exotic ingredients to make a, a really special meal it's just whole wholesome food yeah, definitely. Definitely family favourites. And as you say, good, wholesome food to support the whole family 
um, and you don't want to be rustling up 18 different ingredients that are from all around the world. Um, you want just five simple ingredients, for example, that are really basic and really easy to make. And like you say, we're all a little bit time poor, but try and make the time to, you know, to do to, to, to sort of have more time in the kitchen to sort of make some nice, delicious makes and bakes for the family. Mm. I think it's really important, actually. Um, but yes, as you say, it's just so difficult. It's so challenging, isn't it, when you're juggling so many things and mm. you've got to try and keep everybody well fed at the same time. <laughs> it's not easy. No, and, um, it's not. Yeah, to make it as straightforward and as easy and accessible as possible. Definitely. No, I totally agree. And I mean, when I've talked about time-saving hacks before, I mean, you know, I do every now and again like you bung fish fingers in or a pizza because we we know yeah. we're not we're not wonder women you know we can't just do everything all the time and just sometimes it's absolutely fine but if uh, you know if we can think about supporting our butchers and bakers and independent food producers i think that can really you know help make a difference especially to the local economy and uh, you know employment you know it just just helps all round um, yeah. definitely so do you have any seasonal recipe suggestions anything that you are uh, you know currently baking cooking and that you can share with the listeners yeah, so I recently made um, a lovely recipe contributed by Dyson Farming, Dyson Farm Limited, and they contributed pea and mint croquettes with a beetroot and yogurt dip, which is re- really lovely. They're harvesting all their potatoes at the moment, so that's a really lovely recipe. Um, I would advise to wear rubber gloves, though, when you're peeling the beetroot mm. so you don't stain your hands. That's my <laughs> top tip for you. There's lots of fish that's in currently in season, like prawn and squat lobster. Um, there's also clams and oysters that you can cook with and mussels and whiting is just coming into season as well and there's a lovely crispy whiting burger with chili mayo which was contributed Mm. by Rob Edlin who's a fisherman um, from Lizard in the UK Um, so yeah as you flick through they're not sort of categorized by seasons they're categorized alphabetically according to who contributed them from who from farmers um, and fishermen and other organizations within the British seafood community but there's an awful lot there to rifle through and to make you hungry Mm, yeah (laughs) Um, definitely yeah there's lots of lovely recipes oh no fab and where can people order the book from because I know that it's going to be an amazing Christmas stocking filler oh thank you very much that's very (laughs) kind yeah so they make really lovely Christmas presents for the foodie the special foodies in your life Mm. um you can buy directly from my website which is jennyjeffries.co.uk and I offer a free signature and also free gift wrapping as well it's also available from all good bookshops and meze publishing and I'm also very engaging and highly prolific on social media I'm always on there all the time um, on social media such as Facebook Instagram and Twitter I think social media when it's used with respect is such a force for good and such Mm. a fountain of information and communication I think it's a I think it's fantastic it can be quite a time suck I think you know you can spend an awful lot of time on there perhaps too much sometimes Mm. but all in all I think I think it's a great way to communicate with people definitely and sort of working incognito with the likes of Love British Food um, and other organizations I mean it just helps to elevate messaging doesn't it it gets it gets the word out there definitely I think it's lovely to engage with people businesses and organizations who really bang the same drum you can really get into it and Mm. really sort of engage with people and really connect with people that's essentially what it's all about um so yeah when it's used with respect I think it's a fantastic tool 
definitely definitely and so tell me uh what are your um you know uh your social media channels what are your handles how can people find you so you've mentioned your website um what are, what are your handles I can't remember what they are <laughs> <laughs> they are on Facebook they are for the love of the land and see yeah Instagram is for the love of the land and Twitter it's something like j underscore l underscore Jeffries um I think that I've got that correct yeah um so uh, yeah you can go on there and and please do you know message me and get in touch um if you'd like to collaborate or anything please do let me know I'll be one you know I'm always up for like collaborating and and speaking to people and communicating with everyone I think it's really important I think we've got a massive message and a massive journey to go on I think the future of farming can be a little bit scary at the moment mm. um and I think there's an awful lot that we can do to help each other definitely and if we can try and get James Martin involved as well that would be amazing <laughs> that would be incredible yeah, yeah, yeah that would I, be lovely I have a, I have a school crush on him um, <laughs> <laughs> it's always Saturday morning highlight isn't it yeah definitely yeah one of my highlights for the week as well definitely mm, definitely but I mean you know uh you know he's Yorkshire born and Yorkshire bred and and you know his shows he's obviously getting lots of uh um he's putting a spotlight as well and uh, his following is amazing so I think if you and I can kind of press gang him <laughs> yeah definitely let's uh let's harass him <laughs> in a good way yeah obviously. definitely no, yeah, that'll that'll be 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 the, all the farmers wives from across the country will be going that's brilliant it's time for time saving hacks this time of year we expect to have friends and family around for food and drink christmas is a sociable time of year especially after the difficult times endured during the pandemic my top time saving hack for december is to get a hostess trolley <laughs> you can pick them up for about 10 or 20 quid off of ebay or marketplace i've often seen them advertised as someone's having a house clearance and these days you can get more compact hostess warming drawers I got mine for 20 quid when someone was moving house. It's in pristine condition and it sits neatly in our dining room. I suppose I don't use it as often as I should, but I haven't had visitors recently. So um, it will be coming out uh, for Christmas. And when cooking a big meal, such as Christmas dinner, I can fire it up. The hostess trolley keeps the plates warm, put the meat and the vegetables in there. And it's all cooked and I can enjoy Christmas morning with the children rather than being a slave to the kitchen. In season right now, Brussels sprouts. I've grown some purple Brussels sprouts in the garden this year. They look fab. They're beautiful colour, but when you cook them, they change to green, which is a little bit disappointing. But then actually eating purple Brussels sprouts, not sure. But anyway, the kids think they're wonderful, actually, which is um, which is good to try to get them to eat Brussels sprouts. I love to cook them with bacon, sea salt and chilli flakes in a frying pan. Just do something different. And it's a nice twist for the Christmas table. I don't know about you, Jenny. What do you think to Brussels sprouts? So they've got a love-hate relationship with them. I love them. I love all food. And I think they take pride position on our Christmas dinner table. And um, my father loves cooking them um, with lots of butter and bacon in it, which just sort of like just mashes it up a little bit doesn't it mixes mm. it up a little bit and yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of Brussels sprouts <laughs> yeah definitely definitely I mean they're, they're not celebrated enough I don't think and obviously they're in season at the moment and um, they can be used uh, in pasta dishes as well as obviously with a roast as well um, but it is that challenge to get your kids to eat them as well <laughs> it's a challenge to get them to eat anything 
<laughs> so definitely. but yeah we're getting there we're getting there <laughs> definitely definitely okay next month on the countryside kitchen meet we'll be talking to gold medal winning paralympian charlotte henshaw who won gold in the canoeing at tokyo Woo! we'll chat about her routine what a sportswoman's diet contain and what she enjoys cooking when in training so don't forget to subscribe and tune in on the first of each month thank you jenny it's been lovely to catch up keep up the amazing work and i hope you have a wonderful christmas Thank you. Happy Christmas to you too.